Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast 77 WABC. We should always remember 16-year-old Kayla Green, the Mount Vernon, New York cheerleader, stabbed to death over an argument. This child didn't even get to attend college and she is gone. Plus, the protesting over abortion. Yes, if you choose to do so, but protesting at the homes of Supreme Court justices is a major no-no. This is my podcast. Let's go. was held for 16-year-old Kayla Green, and where is the fanfare to honor her life? She did what society demanded of her. She was an honor student and captain of the cheerleading team, stabbed on April 8th after all things, something that was supposed to be very positive and uplifting, a parade celebrating the basketball team at Mount Vernon High School, winning at the state championship. Where is the victory for Kayla? She is gone. Kayla could have been my own daughter. Police say a 15-year-old girl stabbed Kayla Green in the neck and side over an argument. During the eulogy, the Reverend Al Sharpton remembered Kayla who dreamed of becoming a doctor. I cannot make this situation good for the family. They're gonna hurt a long time. But what we can do in Kayla's name is put a mirror in front of our face and say, what are we doing to stop this? And that becomes the question. What are all of us doing to stop this senseless violence? The suspect in the stabbing is under arrest. Another teenager who also happened to apparently be a cheerleader. The Green family says the suspect had a history of bullying Kayla. I'm sorry, Kayla, that all of us failed you. It turned out to be quite the interesting week. New York Governor Kathy Hochul has named Hudson Valley Congressman Antonio Delgado to be her new lieutenant governor in this election year, replacing Brian Benjamin. Delgado will also be her running mate in the upcoming Democratic primary. But here is the problem. Governor Hochul has changed the rules in the middle of the game with much quickness, and this may come back to haunt her in the general election. Up until this situation, for the most part, candidates that got in trouble historically with the law in New York State 
remained on the ballot. The announcement for Delgado as Hochul's second-in-command came the day after Albany Democrats passed legislation, basically holding their nose that would allow Benjamin to remove himself from the primary ballot following his arrest on federal corruption charges. And that is exactly what happened. Benjamin has pleaded not guilty to all charges. And in this social media post, he announced he was removing his own name. The truth is that I have been wrongly charged with an offense that I did not commit. The charges are primarily based upon my support for a nonprofit that provided supplies and resources to public school children right here in Harlem. I fully expect to be exonerated of these false charges and look forward to serving my community again when that time happens. However, until I have the opportunity to clear my name, I will not be able to serve, therefore making it unfair to the voters of this great state for me to remain on the ballot. I was proud to be selected by Governor Hochul to serve as her lieutenant governor. I immediately resigned when I learned of these unfortunate, unfounded, and unjustified charges against me because I believed that was the right thing to do. Given that these charges were brought for some reason so close to the election, I also believe that withdrawing from the ballot is the right thing to do. And that is why I will sign the necessary paperwork to withdraw from the ballot. I want to thank all of my former staffers, political supporters, and community partners for working with me over the years to help serve Harlem and New York State. After I'm cleared of these unsubstantiated accusations, I look forward to continuing my to serve in some capacity this great community and state, which I love so deeply. But the big story has to be the draft decision that the Supreme Court is on its way to overturning abortion, at least on the federal level, Roe v. Wade. I am pro-choice. I am pro-choice. And this may sound like a slogan, but I really do believe men do not have a right to tell women what to do with their bodies. On a privacy and security front, it is wrong to protest outside the homes of Supreme Court justices. Come on, folks. They have families. Some of the justices have children that have absolutely nothing to do with any of this. Marching and protesting to the homes and at the homes of Supreme Court justices, that's wrong. If you want to protest at their place of work, the Supreme Court, that's fair game. Knock yourself out. The protesters have been chanting, keep abortion safe and legal, including in the New York tri-state area. And that brings us to New York State Attorney General Letitia James. At a rally in front of thousands, James, again, the New York Democratic Attorney General, revealed she's proudly walked into Planned Parenthood and got an abortion nearly 20 years ago when she had just been elected to the New York City Council. As a former city council member many moons ago, I came to this issue in a very personal way. I was in this place. I was just elected, and I was faced with the decision whether to have an abortion or not. And I chose to have an abortion. I walked proudly into Planned Parenthood. (laughs) 
And I make no apologies to anyone. To no one. To no one. James, the Attorney General, has proposed a New York fund to help provide abortions to women who can't access the procedures in their own states and she has joined other attorney generals in filing friend of the court briefs arguing against some abortion restrictions in other states. Reproductive rights, abortion, since this leak of a draft report have overshadowed all other issues. And if Democrats get their way, it could be a game changer going into the midterms where Republicans are expected to take back the House and maybe the Senate. I want to come full circle on the issue of crime. I started out with the funeral for 16-year-old Mount Vernon student Kayla Green, the honor student and captain of the cheerleading team, stabbed on April 8th after all things, a parade celebrating the basketball team's win at the state championship. Police say a 15-year-old girl stabbed her in the neck and side. This as a poll from Quinnipiac University finds the approval rating of New York City Mayor Eric Adams sliding on nearly all issues, including crime. Adams, for his part, arrived at the annual Met Gala in an end gun violence coat. Because as we enjoy uh, being with all the faces and all the peace people, they're real issues. And, you know, as we talk about this age that we're celebrating, it was a challenging time for a lot of people. And so I wanted to use this moment to talk about the countless number of innocent people who are dying due to gun violence. Our country must focus on gun violence. And the people here tonight, they are in a position to elevate this conversation. The mayor, for his part, took some heat for his trip last week to California as crime is out of control in New York City. Our owner-operator of WABC, John Casamitidis, appeared on the Fox Business Channel talking crime. You know what it comes down to? Violent crimes versus somebody stealing a loaf of bread because they're hungry. The violent criminals... They have to be put away. Uh, I have uh, on my show the other day, Tony Carbonetti, who used to be the chief of staff of Rudy Giuliani. He says, we had 27,000 prisoners at Rikers Island. Now they have 4,000. So all I'm saying to, to people is the violent criminals. It used to be three strikes and you're out. Yep. Well, what is it now? 10, 20, 30 strikes and you're out? Mr. Katsimatidis, it surely does seem that way. I go further. 30, 40, 50 strikes before you're out. Mr. Katsimatidis correctly argued on the Fox Business Channel that the problem is with lawmakers at the Capitol in Albany, New York. The problem is Stuart Cousins, the state senate, and uh, uh, the state assembly that have the right to override the governor and have the right to override the mayor, and they're threatening the mayor with taking away school control with them. So they're in the threatening business. And, and I've said to them, we're in the threatening business too. Common sense Democrats and common sense Republicans have to get together and say, enough is enough. Yes, enough is enough. <laughs>
Folks, if you are interested in my book on my life growing up in New York City and overcoming numerous obstacles or my bobblehead doll, you can go to my website, DominicCarterOnline.com, DominicCarterOnline.com, all one word with no periods, DominicCarterOnline, then period.com. You can catch me on 77 WABC weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m. Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store from Dominic Carter t-shirts to hats and much more. Go to WABCRadioStore.com. I will see you the next time right here. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, 77 WABC.